Midday Treat with NAZ Elite, a monthly podcast in which I chat with Hoka NAZ Elite team members, and you'll get a behind-the-scenes scoop on their training, racing, and everyday lives. I'm your host, Eric Sensman. You can find our monthly podcast on SoundCloud uh, by searching Hoka NAZ Elite, and you can learn more about the faces behind the team uh, by visiting their website, nazelite.com, their Facebook page, Northern Arizona Elite, or their Instagram and Twitter, both at NAZ underscore Elite. Welcome to the Hoka One One Midday Treat with NAZ Elite. I'm here with a newly minted member of NAZ Elite, Aaron Clark. Aaron, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> First time on the podcast, so we're going to get to know Aaron uh, in this one, and then I'm sure she'll be back uh, on the podcast after some races, um, which we'll get to later on, what All kind right. of races are coming up. Um, but I want to start with moving to Flagstaff. I don't know how that's going overall, but I do know you had a little <laughs> bit of an issue getting here today, so I think it'd be uh, worth uh, asking you about. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> I was rushing out of my apartment and I generally just kind of like turn the little inside lock and yep. then shut the door behind me because it's easier than locking the door right. after you've shut it. Really bad idea. So I, I lock my car keys and my house keys inside my house. <laughs> I run down and I go downstairs into my garage and I was like, oh, but my car's unlocked. I think I have a spare. Oh, I'm fine. And so I text Ben that and I'm being a little late and grab my spare i go upstairs and my spare doesn't work no um and so i'm locked out of my apartment <laughs> kyle the intern had to come pick me up <laughs> don't know how i'm gonna get back in so in a sense you're homeless right now yes yeah. i am yeah i thought about climbing um up onto my balcony railing to get in but it felt a little risky and i didn't really want that to be why i get injured yeah right as i joined the team you know it yeah. didn't seem like a good idea no that seems like a bad reason um to get injured <laughs> Smart move. Yeah. Smart move. So you'll retrieve those hopefully at some point today. So yeah, I would like to. Sleep. Yeah. Um, well, we'll take many steps back uh, <laughs> before getting back to present day. Um, you grew up in Eugene. Yep. And Eugene has its reputation. Uh, what was that like? So I just imagine like if you if you're not from Eugene and you're a runner. It's like, oh, Eugene, Hayward Field, there's all this history. But I wonder if growing up there, you don't, I don't know, recognize that as much? Or maybe you recognize it more? I don't know. I think you don't quite recognize it as okay. much. At least that was my experience. Um, I mean, I definitely knew it was this town that was really interested in running. Um, and, you know, my family had some ties to running. And so I grew up going to, like, the pre-classic and stuff like that. So I had some sense of it. And I really loved all of that. Um... But, like, they have all-comers track meets, like a lot of cities do. Sure. Um, but they're hosted at Hayward Field. Right. And so that um, people from out of town always get so excited, you know, for the NCAA championships. Like, oh, they get a run on Hayward Field. That's an amazing thing for the first time. It's like, I ran on Hayward Field when I was five. Like, in the 100-meter <laughs> dash, I was probably, like, 12th out of 13 people. <laughs> sure, sure. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah. So that that was a little different. Right. But, yeah, even, like, the, the high school state meet, right, is how yeah, old at Hayward high Field. high school state meets at Hayward Field. And, actually, um, I don't think they do this anymore. Well, now they definitely don't because it's gone. But um, I did my middle school district meet at Hayward Field, too. Really? Yeah. Wow. That is super neat. Yeah. So. Do you look back at it now and kind of think oh wow that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah um I think mostly just because other people have been like 
what you ran there that how many times and yeah. like for that small of a meet you ran there it's like yeah yeah <laughs> so. well and d do you think it occurred to you i mean hayward field is gonna get like people there to watch a meet that's mm -hmm. not true of you know to, on that scale yeah. of, of meets around the country so did you did the fanfare seem normal or again like looking back are you like yeah. wow that was pretty special like a lot of people were there to watch track yeah at the time it seemed you know more normal right but yeah, now, like, when I think about it, I'm like, I'm sure there is so many more people there watching my high school state meets than any, like, most places across the country, which is pretty special to have that experience. And you could definitely feel it. Like, the crowd was loud, even when you're it's just this little high school runner. Sure. Yeah, that's super cool. Do you th Did that make it easy to... So I know your aunt ran at Oregon, mm -hmm. um, so you have some history with uh, running at a high level um, in your family. Did it make it easier to, like, be interested in running because of the interest, you know, track and field has in Eugene? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, my family was kind of into running. I, my, my mom ran all the time when I was growing up. Um, and she was, she, and maybe my aunt too, I'm not sure, were kind of helping out with my middle school track team. And so that's kind of how I first got into it. I was a soccer player. And my mom was like, hey, like, you should go out for track. And I was like, all right. And like, jogged a few miles a couple times, then went out for track in middle school. Okay. And pretty much right off the bat was like, ran a couple races, was like, I'm pretty good at this. Like, <laughs> I might stick with this. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. Was that a love of competition or of, yeah, being good at something as much as it was like running itself? Yeah, it was, yeah, I think most of it was a love of like, kind of seen success in something. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, and then I think I grew to love running more right. um, as I continued. But, so yeah. like if your family had, uh, a history of competing in water polo or something <laughs> and you were like thrown into it as a kid and you were good like you think you would have kept yeah. doing something yeah yeah I think there's a good chance yeah something yeah. like that I yeah. actually did play water polo um, did you? For, for well so I really wanted to quit swim team because I hated it okay and so my mom was like well over the summer then you have to like do something and I got like semi-forced into doing this summer water polo league uh, -huh. uh for a couple of years and i was just terrible <laughs> just so bad i couldn't even catch the ball yeah. my hands were too small <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't such a bad swimmer but the act of swimming and yeah, yeah. i i just couldn't catch the ball right <laughs> it's a pretty important part of water polo from yeah. what i've seen yeah i know very little uh well you also were a nordic skier right um downhill skier mostly actually. oh downhill yeah oh, okay Yep, that was Where? my winter sport. <laughs> okay, what was the closest resort? Where would you go ski? Um, we generally trained at Willamette Pass, which okay. is a really small mountain about yep. an hour and a half from Eugene. Mm -hmm. um, and then we would go up to like Mount Hood and then Mount Bachelor for bigger stuff. Cool. So in the Eugene area, is that uh, a, bi a big sport, like downhill skiing? Um, Not really in the okay. Eugene area. I kind of did like club for a couple years before high school, and then my high school had a high school ski team, but okay. we were like pretty bad except for a few individuals and there weren't like there was like 10 to 15 people on the team okay so, yeah. yeah it wasn't too big but my family was big into that too so. oh they were okay yeah. yeah very cool um so you had success uh like you mentioned sort of from the get-go and then in high school i believe you won state meet yeah twice yeah yeah okay I did my research, so uh, <laughs> my memory served me well. Um, so then it came time, obviously, to continue running yeah. in college. Uh, but you didn't stay in Eugene, no. which is curious. You went to Colorado. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what, what was uh, that experience like, or what what got, what got what made you leave? I guess. Um, 
I think it was kind of two factors. I mean, the initial thing for me was I had a big desire to get away from home a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to kind of have my own adventure um, and go somewhere new. And then I also had kind of had this idea in the back of my head. Um, I won state track um, my senior year in the 3K, and I just had this almost this fear that if I went to Oregon, everyone knew my name. And the second I was injured or I wasn't running well, right? everybody knew. Sure. Um, and I was just like stuck as just that person, I guess. Um, and so for me, getting out of town kind of uh, made everything a little bit more relaxed. And I was a nobody in Colorado. Nobody really knew who I was. And so I could kind of like take some of the pressure off. Sure. Yeah, for, I could see that from that yeah. um, from that vantage point. But on the other hand, I mean, it's a pretty intense program at Colorado. Did you feel yeah. relaxed once you got started? Well, okay, I mean, no. Um, yeah. I, know I, I knew I wanted to be in an intense program. Um, I wanted to be surrounded by girls who were a lot better than me. Okay. Um, I wanted to be pushed. I wanted to, you know, struggle to make that top seven. Um, so I thought that was what would make me the best runner. And, yeah, no, like, I definitely, like, I, I put pressure on myself, but I was lucky to go in with a class of, you know, seven freshman women and... I had people um, struggling right there with me, I guess, sure. and other girls from sea level, you know, yeah. who had to adjust to the altitude, and yeah, so. So it was largely just the the ladies you would be um, competing amongst and with that drew you to Colorado as opposed to the coaches or the place, or, or was it um, kind of all of those things? I think it was all the things. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, a lot of people maybe say this about um, college visits, but I, can't, I went and, you know, I got... To, you know the coaches a little more I knew some of their reputation sure I saw you know the beauty of Boulder and I met the people on the team I just felt like I fit in really well with all of them and um yeah I think it was just like this culmination of like I can really see myself there like right. I saw it as the right fit pretty immediately once sure. I got there sure uh I imagine if you've been if you've been tasked with speaking about your college career inevitably someone asks you about running with the buffaloes <laughs> is, is that true in general? Actually, no one has. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. No one has. I guess I guess I run in different circles. Where... I mean, I've read the book. I read it before <laughs> okay. I went there, and I was like, "Oh God." Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I read it my senior year of high school or something okay. like that. Um, and I was kind of like, "What have I gotten myself into?" <laughs> but how did the reality sort of mesh with that book in, um, in terms of like, yeah, the how intense? or how much mileage, or, like, the workouts, like, is there any, yeah. did you find any, like, truth to, to what's portrayed in that book, or? Um, yes and no, sure. I guess, uh, it definitely seems like some, like, I don't know, the sounds in the book, like, just, like, everyone is running through, like, these horrendous injuries, and just, like, pushing themselves, like, over the edge yeah. every day, yeah. and stuff like that, so I think that was just, like, really dramatized, right. and, um, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's a high mileage program. If you can handle it, you're going to run high mileage. And then, like, you know, the long runs are a huge staple of the training program, and we run those up high yep. a lot, like, every other week or so. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not only that, I think. Like, you know, there's people who are pretty low mileage and, um, you know, who only ever did, like, 10 or 12 miles for a long run, okay. even as, like, a senior. Sure. So. Um, I think it's a little more, like, well-rounded than it's portrayed in that right. book. Um, but I think, like, some of the key tenets of the training philosophy um, and their approach is pretty accurate, I guess. Sure. Did it take you a while to adjust to high mileage at altitude? Or did you... 
Um, what did you find? So yeah, the mileage kind of added on slowly. So okay. when I was a freshman, sophomore, um, particularly as a freshman, I wasn't running a ton more than I was in high school. Um, and as far as the altitude, I think I was just fairly lucky. I felt like within two or three weeks, I was completely adjusted. Okay. I had one workout. Um, I remember doing it was K's um, at this grass park thinking like, oh my God, I can't breathe. But right. that was really like the only day where I was like, wow, this altitude's really difficult. Yeah. Like, for the most part, the transition was pretty smooth for me. Okay. I was going to ask you about some of the like key workouts from your time at Colorado. And now that you mentioned that, I don't know, do you know Andy Wacker? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy has mentioned to me that same workout, the K's on grass. Huh. Is that a, a common workout? Was that a common workout for um, you? Definitely in the cross-country season, we would go... Um, to Foothills Park now and then, okay. and the coaches would set up different loops. Um, sure. And so we've done, like, shorter things there, too, like maybe, like, 500s and stuff there, and then we've done all the way up to probably, like, Ks or 1200s is the longest loop we've done there. Okay. Um, but it gets hard because it's rolling hills, right. and um, you start at different places, so it's kind of a different loop each time. Um, I know I loved going to Foothills Park. Everyone else would be like, oh, God! <laughs> um, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it makes you strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough, I yeah, guess. It does. So that if you like that, that that bodes well probably for like having a career after college because yeah, hopefully that's what you have to do. I think yeah. yeah. Uh, what would so was that one of your what was your favorite place to run in Boulder? Um, it's tough. Uh, I I'm trying to think. Uh, I really like El Dorado Canyon, but mm. it's somewhere I'd really only go on my own on like sure. an easy Saturday. Yeah. Um, I would just do like a six mile loop or something like that. Right. But it's a gorgeous place. Um, same thing with Potosso. Uh, for some reason I just like have this ability to zone out at Potosso and just like jog sure. and like just let my thoughts go. So that's uh -huh. nice. Um, so those, I guess, kind of on my own. And then, um, I like, I like going up high a lot. Um, so I would be kind of hating it, but more kind of loving it when you go to like something like Magnolia. Sure, yeah. sure. Where yeah. it's more, what, 8,000 feet up there? Something like that, yeah. 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 So, well, we'll get to your transition here to Flagstaff, but I guess 7,000 feet makes you happy. <laughs> well, <laughs> not always in the moment, but... <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, well, yeah, reflecting back, since you just finished in May in uh, Colorado, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. What would... Do, does anything stand out as like that is a performance that uh, I'm really pleased with and I'd like to replicate. Like, is there any one race that you think, like... Yeah, I had someone ask me this recently, actually. Okay. Um, and I it could be because it's just really recent, but the one that comes to mind for me is um, my 5K at the regional meet, actually. Uh-huh. Um, just because I, I really wanted to be able to do the double at nationals and my coaches really wanted me to be able to do that. So I was like, okay, qualified in the 10, I'm like, I have to make this 5K. Yeah. Um, and I remember just thinking with, like, five laps or so to go, like, I was in, I think, fifth, but um, top five auto, and then sixth, I was sitting right on fourth, and then sixth was right behind me. Yeah. And there are two girls who are really, really good kickers, and just thinking, like, oh, God, I was just, like, in almost more pain than I've ever been in a race. Like, I felt like I couldn't keep going, and I was just thinking, like, I might get my doors blown off in the last 200. Right. Like, what's going to happen? But I just kept telling myself, like, you have to stay here. You have to stay here. And I actually did it. You know, I did stay there um, and, like, ran a PR and everything. Everything. So that one stands out to me just because of, like, that idea of, like, pushing through the pain that everyone yeah, kind of talks about. Right. Yeah. And were there any, um, I guess, 
noteworthy, well, not noteworthy, but memorable letdowns were like the opposite <laughs> sort of experience uh, when you were at Colorado? Yeah, I mean, anyone who knows my career probably already knows the answer, but uh, <laughs> my my senior year cross, which was not this fall, but the fall before, uh -huh. um, our women's team was so good. We were talked up all season. You know, I had kind of led the team in most of the races, and then I pretty much phenomenally blew up at nationals, uh -huh. and the team did not win. And yeah, <laughs> yeah so that that's definitely the one. <laughs> yeah, tough tough pill to swallow, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah it took a really long time to get over that one, I and it's still like not very fun to think about. <laughs> um, let a lot of people down, I think, but um, probably learned more from that experience than uh, almost any other race. So. Well, we'll cut this segment out of the podcast and just pretend like it never happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, does that make you kind of hungry to, to get back into racing cross country? Yeah, but, I've yeah. thought about that a lot. Um, uh, yeah, with hopefully two cross races on the schedule later this fall slash winter. Okay. Um, it would be awesome to get back out there on a cross country course and, you know, prove to myself that. I am good at cross country right. and that like, was a fluke. yeah, like, and, and on a really good note. Or, sure. Yeah. I guess not. And hopefully more cross in the future, but right. you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. So Ben and I were talking before we started, um, and the word he used to describe you was versatile. Um, I believe he used versatility, so I'm not sure how exactly the conversation went, but versatility <laughs> was the word. Um, but, and then, yeah, because you had all American accolades to some degree or another, in 3K, 3K steeple, 5K, cross, am I leaving any out? 10K. In 10K. <laughs> that is quite versatile. <laughs> um, does that d does that make you, I suppose, uh, more at ease be becoming a pro and, like, thinking, like, well, I have a lot of possibilities as, as far as, like, where I could um, find success? I've never really thought about it like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope to kind of, especially here, you know, gain um, a lot of strength um, for some of the longer distances. And I think having some of that, you know, shorter distance background and having, um, hopefully I can like, you know, keep the speed and then kind of add this like strength piece. And I think like that can hopefully balance really well and get me some good results. Yeah, sure. And obviously now you're, you're running professionally. When... Uh, was there a, a, a moment in time when you thought like, this is something I want to do after college or, or maybe even yeah. in middle school, like this is something <laughs> I want to do when I grow up, so to speak? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, as soon as like middle or high school, you kind of always, I always kind of had dreams of like running as a professional, but it, you don't really think about it as like an actual thing that you might <laughs> do. It's more right. just kind of this like foggy idea. And that was, I mean, I think it was even like that for the first couple of years of college. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and then once, uh, I had, you know, placed high at some national meets. I kind of thought to, started to think, like, I could really possibly do this. And then I think after my first phone conversation with Ben, it was like I kind of put the phone down. I was thinking to myself, I was like, wow, this is actually materializing. Like, right. This is for real. And yeah. that, that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That is. Well, so you grew up in Eugene. You left to go to Boulder for college. Uh, there are certainly options when it comes to running professionally uh in boulder um but once again you you ended up leaving and uh yeah. now you're in flagstaff i just thought that was an interesting were, were the reasons similar to why you left eugene to go to boulder for college or yeah i think they definitely were somewhat similar um just this 
yeah, the similar idea of just trying something new. Um, yeah. Yeah, having this be like a new next different step. Um, and I thought that would benefit me um, as a runner and as a person, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, that's interesting. That makes sense to me. Like <laughs> putting yourself in different environments is going to yeah. make you hopefully better. Uh, do you, do you sort of believe that too in, in your, in terms of your training? Like you try to make sure you're doing things differently and not letting things get stale so that you're kind of continuing to grow? I do. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people have different opinions on that and, you know, the training at Colorado was obviously, it was working for me, you know? Yep. And so I think probably some people are like, stick with what's working for you. Um, and for me, it was kind of just like, I, I understand that mentality and there's certain things you definitely want to keep the same if they're working. But, um, I think there's like some new aspects of the training here and some kind of like more difficult sounding things to me that I've never really done before that I think, um, have the potential to really benefit me. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And you mentioned that first conversation with, uh, with Ben, um, did, how did that come about? Did you reach out to Ben or did, was he kind of, you know, flagging you down? Or? Um, yes, yeah, so he wrote, uh, to coach Wetmore, um, basically saying like, Hey, is it cool if I get in contact with Aaron? Um, and Mark passed it along to me and yeah, just kind of went from there. So yeah. I wrote back and yeah. And was the process of looking for somewhere to run professionally, do you, like, was it enjoyable? Is that something you, like, enjoyed um, or, like, something you just felt like you just had to do to keep running or? Uh, I think I, I mean, I sort of enjoyed it. Yeah. It kind of stressed me out a little bit uh -huh. too. <laughs> um, but yeah, a mix. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, and now that you're here, well, my question was going to be, what are you looking forward to, I guess? We've mentioned the altitude, which, uh, I don't, mm. how long have you been here? So, uh, you like. Here? I got here Friday afternoon, so not okay. very long. Yeah. I always notice a pretty significant difference between, like, 5,000-ish feet to 7,000. Yeah. Have you has it, has it, have you felt that at all since you got here? Yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> so, a little bit of explanation. So, I actually was, I was working at a running camp for two weeks. Okay. Um, and the camp is at uh, pretty close to the same elevation as here. Okay. Um, so, I had, like, about two weeks, like, almost getting used to it somewhere else. Um, and then I was home for four or five days, um, in Eugene and then moving like my okay. stuff from Boulder mm -hmm. before I got here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I still feel it, but I think I've had like a little more than the actual amount of time I've been here getting used to this altitude, okay. I guess is what okay. I'm trying to say. Right, right. That <laughs> yeah. was helpful probably yeah. in getting here. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. And um, I feel like I, you feel it on the hills more than anything, which is interesting to me. Like I'll be running flat and I won't hardly notice it. And then yeah. I hit a hill and it's like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My muscles aren't working like yeah. they are Nothing's supposed working. to. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear your first workout is tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you anxious <laughs> for that experience um not yet i'm okay. sure it will be tonight or tomorrow morning yeah. um but yeah i mean danny's pretty new here too so yep. we'll be in it together which will be great um and i have a reputation for not being a great pacer okay. and she has kind of the opposite reputation so uh -huh. i'm hoping of kind of just judging off of her and going out a little conservatively and hopefully it'll go all right sure yeah. and she's coming from sea level yeah, so, she's been here for like a month, I think. That's so. true. Yeah. Yeah, I spoke with her a couple weeks ago. Um, and you'll be at Buffalo Park, I imagine? Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, that'll be, it'll be interesting to hear how that goes. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> it goes all right. <laughs> what do you, um, we've talked a little bit to this end just in, in talking about training um, 
and kind of trying to change your training and keep things fresh. But what do you what do you expect? How do you expect things to be different now that you're out of college and you're and you're running here in Flagstaff with NAZ Elite? Um, I think like just the workout intensity for me mm-hmm. has been like the biggest thing that seems like it'll be um just more difficult, I guess. Sure. Um yeah, just kind of looking at some of like the longer workouts they do. Um I'm excited to do that, but also a little nervous. Um I think that'll be that'll be the biggest difference. I think easy days stay pretty similar and they can kind of be what you need them to be sure. oftentimes. Um but that'll be an adjustment and then um yeah, just Getting used to town, like getting a job yep. and all those things are always, yeah, yeah. a challenge. <laughs> they are. They are indeed. Hey, you've found housing though. Well, you're currently homeless as discussed, but once you find your keys, <laughs> yeah, uh, was that, uh, it's not the easiest thing in Flagstaff to find housing. Was that a, a chore trying to figure that out? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I found the place kind of quickly and I was like, oh, this like looks like it could work pretty well. Um, and then Ben was awesome and went and looked at it for me and, um, just kind of went from there and the landlords are really nice and yeah, so it worked out pretty good Good. so far until I locked myself out. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully that was a a one-time experience. Yeah, I'll (laughs) see. It'll be over with soon. Um, so looking ahead a little bit, well, I guess we can look quite a bit ahead and then look shorter term. If, uh, if things go the way you would hope Mm -hmm. over the next, I don't know, year, two years, what, what do you, if we sat down a year from now, what would you be able to tell me about in terms of like your accomplishments? Hard to say. Um, I definitely, I would just, I would like to run, you know, PRs and five and 10 K for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to say. Um, I know I'm running, uh, club cross country in December. Um, and it would be awesome to make the team there. Sure. Um, so yeah, being able to make a team or two would be awesome. Um, yeah. And then just, uh, would love to break 32 minutes and, uh, yeah, get under, yeah, draw my 5k PR. I'm not sure. really sure yeah. <laughs> what yeah. I would be able to do there, but yeah. That was a difficult question. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't usually like to think too far ahead. I like to, you know, make the little steps yeah, as I of go. Course. So, so, so let's come back to that, I guess. Um, what, what's the next little step for you? Um, just getting to comfortable training here, you know, yeah. um, getting fitter. That's yeah. pretty much all I'm worrying about right now. Totally. I've only been back for a few weeks yeah. or so now. So, um, still feel like I'm getting in the swing of things yep. and yeah, just want to get feeling good. <laughs> so you took some downtime after your, the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you're feeling refreshed coming back and getting back into it? Yeah, yeah. I took good. a good couple weeks and just totally chilled out. Um, Sweet. And so I'm feeling, yeah, refreshed, excited to get going and just wanted to work hard. Yeah. Are there any other races? You mentioned uh, the Club Cross in December. Are there any other races coming up? You're at liberty to let us know that you're running? Um, I think, I don't think that anything's set in stone yet, okay. but the ones um, we kind of discussed were potential for the Tufts 10K. Uh-huh. Um, out in Boston, and then the 5K prior to the New York City Marathon okay. um, in November. So. And have you had much experience um, racing on the roads? Never no. done okay. it. <laughs> Does it. Is that something that excites you? or? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think it'd be awesome, especially the idea of running a 10K that's not 25 laps around oh. a track sounds really nice. It does sound really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I think that could be cool for sure. And uh, I've heard the 5K course out there is really hilly. I'm not yeah. sure how I feel about that yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I think it should be fun. Cool. Um, well, I'm sure we'll be hearing from you many, 
many more times in the future. So it was good to get to know you. Thanks. And uh, we'll see you back here soon. Thank you. All right. <laughs> That's a wrap. Sweet. You did it. Sweet, sweet. Thank you, thank you. Of course.